Kate McClellan, pro wedding planner with over 16 years of experience helping more than 400 couples down the aisle. I started Planning Collective to help all couples get through the overwhelm of wedding planning by sharing my actionable tips and tools that I've used over the years working with my clients. We'll focus on getting rid of what I like to call FOWO, the fear of wedding oversight. This is an unfortunate condition that almost every couple will suffer from at some point. Let's get you back to enjoying the planning process. Here we go. Hey guys, Kate here. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Planning Collective podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different in honor of St. Patrick's Day. I like to say I have a crazy Irish family, so the day is always a fun one for us to celebrate. While we may not start at the bar at 7 a.m. like many, we do make sure the day is filled with lots of corned beef and cabbage, green beer, and time with the family. So today I thought I would share some of my favorite Irish wedding traditions from a book that's been on my shelf for decades. It's written by Shannon McMahon Leached, and it's called Irish Wedding Traditions, Using Your Irish Heritage to Create the Perfect Wedding. I'm going to link to where you can find the book in the show notes. If you're looking to bring in some Irish traditions to your wedding plans, I highly recommend you grab a copy of it. Okay, the first one is the Clotta Ring. While you may not be familiar with the name, I'm sure you have seen a Clotta Ring in the past. The Clotta Ring is perhaps the most popular and well-known symbol of love in Ireland. The ring's design is of two hands holding a heart that wears a crown. According to the Clotta Ring Museum at Thomas Dillon's jewelry store in Galway, the motif is explained in the phrase, let love and friendship reign. The hand symbolize friendship, the heart love, and the crown loyalty. The ring is named for a small fishing village outside Galway, and there are many folk legends about how the ring came to existence. One legend has it that the Clotta developed the ring to be worn by the fishermen and sailors as means of identifying them in case they went overboard, were lost at sea, and washed ashore on strange soil. Another version of the Clotta ring's origin is the story of the 16th century Irish philanthropist Margaret Joyce. Margaret was left a fortune by her husband, a wealthy Spanish merchant. She used the money to build bridges from Galway to Sligo, and it was said that she was rewarded for her good works and charity by an eagle who swooped down one sunny afternoon as she was sitting by the shores of Galway Bay and dropped the original clotter ring onto her lap. The most romantic clotter legend is the story of another member of the Joyce clan, Richard Joyce. Joyce was captured by Algerian pirates on his way to the West Indies and forced into slavery working for a Moorish goldsmith. He became a master at his trade and handcrafted a ring for a woman back home who he could not forget. When Joyce was released, he returned to Clotta, where he found the woman he loved had never married. He gave her the ring, and she used the Clotta as a wedding band when they married. Joyce set up a goldsmith shop, and examples of his work, marked with an anchor, signifying hope and the initials R.J., still exist. Today, the Clotta Ring has become popular outside of Ireland since the 19th century, leaving Ireland on the hands of many Irish men and women who emigrated during the Great Famine. These rings were kept as heirlooms with great pride and were passed from mother to daughter to use as wedding bands. Today, a couple can choose many different variations from the Clotta Ring, including rings inlaid with precious stones such as diamonds and emeralds. As a wedding band, the ring is usually worn on the fourth finger of the left hand with the point of the heart worn inward. This indicates to the world that the wearer is married, the heart is happily taken. 
The second tradition that we have included in several ceremonies throughout the years I've been a wedding planner is called a hand fasting ceremony. Ham fasting is a type of a Celtic wedding ceremony from the Middle Ages. I find the origin of this really interesting. It was a temporary marriage that lasted for a year and was a trial period for couples to cohabit. Ham fasting was considered a simple secular ritual that could be performed by the couple without an officiant present. Their pledge to each other was the binding power. A couple needed no other authority to make their mutual commitment. At the end of one year, couples who chose to stay together had a second permanent ham-fasting ceremony. Today, ham-fasting can be legally binding if performed by an officiant with the state qualifications to marry. For many ham-fasting ceremonies, the guests stand in a circle with the bride and groom in the middle. The ceremony is known as ham-fasting because of the cord used during the ceremony to bind the couple together. The expression tying the knot is believed to come from ham-fasting rituals. And finally, I wanted to share one of my favorite Irish blessings. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with at least the first verse of this. It is used commonly for many Irish blessings. I love bringing it into a wedding ceremony or possibly even a toast throughout the evening. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. May the light of friendship guide your paths together. May the light of children grace the halls of your home. May the joy of living for each other trip a smile from your lips and a twinkle from your eye. And when eternity beckons at the end of a life heaped high with love, may the good Lord embrace you with the arms that have nurtured you the whole length of your joy-filled days. May the gracious God hold you both in the palm of his hands. And today, may the spirit of love find a dwelling place in your hearts. Again, these are just a few of my favorites that you can find in Irish wedding traditions, using your Irish heritage to create the perfect wedding, written by Shannon McMahon Leached. And I am going to link where you can find this book in the show notes here. Thank you so much for listening and have a happy St. Patrick's Day. Slancha.